I know when you walked in this morning, there was a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, I might say, because of the comments of one individual who's found a new home and is one of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL. There's going to be a lot of questions about his team and whether or not they're going to be able to win. They're an NFC team. They're in the the worst division in football. That's the what NFC South. That's the New Orleans Saints, and it's David Carr. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. What is it that sets you off about Mr. Carr? Some, some, just to get off my chest, John, you know, the last couple of days, uh, there's obviously not a ton of news right now going on in the NFL, right. and especially with our Lions. And, hey, this time of year, no news is good news, right? Stay out of trouble. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. right there's thing. been no gambling news. There's no, been no injury do news. Don't go party. Don't do stupid <laughs> Stay out of the news. Get uh-huh. ready for training camp. So that's good that we haven't had any news. But uh, I guess in the slow news cycle, you start to read uh, some other things going around in the league. And this one popped up, uh, um, I think, on my computer yesterday morning, and I just it left a bad taste in my mouth, John. And I wanted how many to ask years you about you it. Play? I played ten years. All right. And how many teams you play for? I played with two teams. Okay. Let me just ask you this, just so before we even tell what the topic of the story is, people have context. When you retired, did you retire of your own free will, or was there just not another team to sign with? Uh, I retired on my my own free will. Uh, I was released though. Okay. You played 10 years as well, John. Yeah. Well, I actually played know, 12, but 12 years. Yeah. Did you, did you ever know anybody that got released? Uh, I happened to be released after my 10th season, after a decade in Washington, Okay, was able to come home and play for two in Detroit. I was also released at that time. Okay. Um, so you, and, you're very familiar. Have you, have you ever known, uh, anybody to be, um, sort of demoted, you know, sent down to the practice squad once in a while throughout oh, yeah. their career. Yeah, yeah throughout happens, my career, right? yeah. And, and and also guys that remained on a team but had a starting position for, say, nine years and right. then was demoted to backup, which happened to me in right. my 10th year. Which, it, it's, it's, which happens. It's not it's uncommon. Process. It's not uncommon, yes. so to say. Yes. Most uh, guys don't leave the NFL on their own accord. Right, and you've seen guys uh, certainly – go through struggles and say, you know, the coach says, hey, we're going to give somebody else a start, you know, maybe go work on a few things, get your confidence back, whatever. You've seen that before. Yes. It's not uncommon. Performance-based sometimes. Okay. Usually it's performance-based when it's in the NFL. Anyways, this story comes across my desk, and I think the highlight was, uh, you know, Derek Carr uh, looks back on his final days with the Raiders, and he goes into the, all these details about how he was so upset that he got benched and, they made his wife, he said they made his wife cry, right? They were talking about, uh, I think he was asked if there were any possibility going back to Vegas. And he said, yeah, after he was once, benched. once, yeah, after he was benched, he said, once they made my wife cry, um, that was pretty much out, out, off the table. And I'm looking at this story, John, and, and, and certainly I feel a little bit of compassion um, when it comes to guys losing their job. Uh, I think nobody roots for guys to be cut. Nobody roots for guys to be benched. Um, you know, but it's, 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 it's a little thing called reality, right? When you don't play well, uh, when you're not winning games, when you're not doing well, uh, you, the coaches are going to try to find Didn't something else that a, works. Right? A big time receiver to play with last year. I too? think so. Yeah. Um, gosh, name slip. Oh, Devonte Adams. Wasn't that yeah. A, yeah, the number one receiver in the, in the freaking league. Um, anyways, you know, and you go back to Derek Carr's last couple games, I think he threw six or seven interceptions in his last three or four games. Uh, the Raiders were pretty much at that point out of the playoffs. 
uh, you know, and they, whether they made him the scapegoat or not, they said, we need to make a change. Derek Carr to me, it, 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 there was another quote that irked me too, that he's like, you know, you have, I've played here nine years and I have all the records. Right. And it's like, you really get, who gives a about, you've never won a playoff game. You've played in one and you didn't win it. Your overall record is like 60 and 80. I want to say in 90. It's like, so you look at this and you're like, what do you think you really accomplished? And look, I know that all those stats aren't necessarily quarterback driven, but you're not talking about a guy like Tom Brady getting benched here. Like <laughs> it just, it's just, it kind of irked me in the way that, it, it, that the last couple of years have irked me when it comes to not only NFL, but really all professional sports. I think guys just like, there's they're an starting entitled to, feeling, and it's like they're owed something. They're starting to lose sight of, you know, having to, you know, work for things, right, and hard work. And, like, I, I used to tell guys, man, like, your first couple of years in the NFL, you got to prove that you belong there, right? And then when you get to maybe year seven, year eight, year nine, you got to still prove that you 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 belong there too. You, you got to prove that you can still do it, you know? And that's an attitude that used to be very common. Back, uh, you know, when, when you and I played. And now it's just like, oh, they took something from me. Oh, they're benching me. Oh, I can't do this. And instead of just putting your head down and working hard and shutting up and, you know, doing all the right things, you, it's this is becoming way too common in professional sports where guys just want to bitch, right? Now it's, okay, well, trade me. If you're not going to play me, then trade me. I don't want to be here anymore. Or, and here's all here's the one I love. And I hate it. Uh, here's the one I love. I'm going to um, sanitize my social media of anything. I'm going to unfollow you. I'm going to unfollow you. Yes. That one is very dramatic. So becoming the new, I I do want to just for our listeners, read the quote. So they know exactly what we're talking about. This is Derek Carr talking about his benching in Vegas and obviously his ultimate, uh, you know, move to the saints. I was, for lack of a better term, I was very upset. I was mad. You spend nine years in a place, you have all the records, and you play at a high level, and for something to get in the way, whether it is whatever reason, money-related or whatever, injury-related, I would ha- I would have said I don't even want the money just to play two more times in front of our fans. I didn't get that opportunity, so it was definitely lit a fire inside me to keep going. That was the, you know, he felt he was owed those two more times to play in front of his fans. Uh, and then he, this is the one about his wife, um, about possibly coming back to Vegas. Once they made my wife cry, that was pretty much over. Once they made her cry, that was out. But the love for my teammates is what probably would have made me do it. But the way it worked out and the timing of things, I was just, it was time for me to move on. But who knows? You never know what will happen. So there's absolutely, and I think my biggest issue, there's absolutely no accountability there. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's nothing from Derek Carr that says, you know, I I should have played better, right? You know, I shouldn't have thrown three picks in that game that we needed to win to get back in the play, whatever. You know, instead it's, Oh, they made my wife cry. They did this. They did that. And it's like, dude, this is a performance-based business, man. Like, I don't give a sh- look at even last year uh, alone. Some pretty high-end quarterbacks getting benched, right? Matt Ryan got benched, uh, who's had a lot Border, more successful yeah. career than Derek Carr. Borderline has, by the Hall way. of Fame. I'm not uh, saying he's Hall of Fame, but borderline. No, I get that. Carson Wentz was benched. We know Carson Wentz has been through a lot of up and downs, but can you sit here today and say? Derek Carr is head and shoulders above a guy like Carson Wentz. I can't. 
No. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, it, and I think it, it just irked me because let's just say Matthew Stafford was here in Detroit for what? 11 years, I mm -hmm. think it was. Matthew Stafford did a lot of great things, right? Matthew Stafford set a lot of records for this football team. Matthew Stafford never won a playoff game. Matthew Stafford never won a Super Bowl. And I know that's not his fault, right? But if he were to get benched, you know, in the last couple games of, I don't know, what year was it, 2021, mm -hmm. and the Lions are five and, you know, nine, and coaches says, hey, man, we need to mix something up. Um, you know, we're going to give whatever this, this guy, David Blau, a, a couple games, right? Um, People would probably be, I don't know, maybe a little upset with it, but at the same time, if Stafford was throwing three interceptions a game and killing his team, and he was the reason why they weren't winning games, I think people would be realistic with it and say, oh, you know, he's just not getting it done for us. Like, that's what it's about. It's about going out there and winning games, right? So when he brings up, like, all these records and he brings up uh, what he's accomplished in Vegas – for the Raiders, you know, uh, franchise, it's just like, dude, where's the accountability at, man? You know what I mean? And that's just, and I, I hate to throw it all on Derek Carr, but it's just, it seems to be the new attitude, not only in the NFL, but in all sports right now that, like you said, like guys feel like they're owed something. Guys feel like, you know, hey, you, you're just going to give this to me, right? there. You're kind of losing track of this, like, go earn it, right? Go work hard for it. Bust your ass. Show you're the guy that can do it. What? Where did that where did that go? I don't think it's completely gone, but you know what I mean? There's starting to be a tilt in professional sports that is more towards this attitude, right? They benched me. They did that. They took this from me. They did that. Nothing about, I played like shit. I played bad. Yeah. I deserve to lose my spot. I wasn't doing it. You know, I wasn't getting the job done. It's like, those are the old school mentality and the old school thoughts that I miss yeah. about professional sports these days. And it's, it's somewhat the lack of awareness of where you are in your life as well. If, and, and I'm not saying that his wife shouldn't have been upset that he was benched. Like, and, and it has nothing to do. Her emotion of that is appropriate. All right. There's nothing wrong with that. When I got benched, you know, my family at the time was upset about it. When I got released, it was an upsetting moment for our family. But to sit there and say that this is when anybody loses their job, they're married and they have a family. They're probably going to be some tears shed. There's going to be some, some anxious moments about what are we going to do next? This is coming from a guy who has made hundreds of millions of dollars. And when you look at the, at where they are in, in regards to him and his future, it was, his future was not reliant on getting another job. Yeah. And I think that's where, as professional athletes, some guys miss the mark. I'm not saying everybody. Some guys miss the mark in regards to, yeah, it sucks that you you got benched. It's you, that you got replaced. Ultimately, you you got cut and you you lost your job. Those are all things that are emotional in the moment. But when you look at it in perspective, you're you know next week's or next month's mortgage is is not in jeopardy uh in regards to if you're going to be able to make that payment or not next month's rent or you know dinner money grocery money for the week that's where i think a lot of guys have missed the mark in regards to the 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 great privilege that they've had to be and it doesn't matter the sport to be professional athletes yeah and if you're going to be a professional athlete there's a 99.999 percent chance you're going to get at least traded or cut 
at some point in your career. Or benched. Or benched. Or demoted. Yeah, yeah. Right? There's a... There's yeah. All a, of the above. The guys that don't do that are called, you know, freaks, Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers. I mean, yeah. look at Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady went to a new team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think he was cut or, or traded. Um, but guys... There, very rarely do guys start with one team and finish with one team on their own accord, right? Usually that comes with a release of some sort. Usually that comes with a trade of some sort. You got to be able to uh, handle that and you've got to be able to prepare for that, right? That's part of the game. It's part of the job. That's part of the gig. You know, this is a performance-based business. And as soon as your performance starts to decline, uh, there's always going to be a threat that the team that you're with doesn't matter for how long you've been with them is going to try to move on and find a replacement. And I got to believe the fans probably look at this in a similar way. Like, are you really crying about this? Um, You know, are you really going to whine about the fact that you felt an organization owed you the right to start those two final games? Or, you know, are 